Hi guys, welcome back to Melon Girl Comic Podcast, Season 3, Episode 22. And today we're talking about Falcon and the Winter Soldier series from the Marvel series on Disney+. Plus. Now, I will say this before, like I said in my WandaVision uh, podcast episode, if you haven't seen it, kindly click out of the podcast and we'll only return when you watch the series. And those who have seen the series, thank you for tuning in and let's get started with my views and opinion I saw on Falcon and Winter Soldier. Disney series and the theme that was prevalently picked up and noted, I feel like, in my observation of the show, of what it's meant to be a black superhero. You know, we pick up from the events of Endgame and, you know, all the what's remaining of the Avengers are left basically after the whole big fight. And we see, um, well, Sam, aka the Winter Soldier, arrive in uh, LA. Oh, not LA, Louisiana, to um, help his sister secure a loan and, you know, attempt to save their parents' fishing business from financial trouble. And, you know, uh, they go to a local bank, and the white bank clerk can't place where he knows Sam, a black man from, you know, I must assume he came from the university, but Sam corrects him by eventually telling the clerk that he's a superhero, but despite him asking to take a selfie with Sam, the clerk still denies Sam. And his sister alone to save their parents' business. Then we fast forward to the first episode of the Falcon Lunar Soldier, you know, and you can't. The facts of being Black America are absolutely crystal clear. The exploration of race is the overall integrity, and I feel like the main kind of main focal point of the show that kind of concludes on how it examines the the reality of race, class, and creed in the modern world. And what they specifically mean for individuals who are fighting to make the world a better place. Sam spends majority of the time of the show running away from his own destiny. At the end of Avengers Endgame, Steve Rogers, aka the previous Captain America, gives his shield away to Sam and tells him to take it up as the mantle of the new Captain America. However, believing that no one can truly live to Steve's legacy, that the world is not ready yet for a black man to wear the stars and stripes, Sam donates the shield to the Smithsonian. And, you know, instead of it coming a museum piece, the U.S. Defense takes the shield upon themselves and assigns it to John Walker, who becomes a new stank sanctum Captain America, which we do not need, mind you. But that's the way the storyline goes, you know. He's the pinnacle propaganda poster boy to be the replacement for Steve Roger. But uh, turns out that didn't go in their favor. And then Bucky... She kind of chastised Sam for giving away the shield and refuses to become Captain America. Bucky, who has suffered from his own mental trauma as a former brainwashed assassin, represents the show's exploration of veterans' issues. He has constant nightmares, he has violent urges, and lies to his therapist about his mental health. Only Steve truly believed in him, and now that Steve is gone, Bucky's in search of places where he belongs and where his trauma can no longer hurt him. As you go through the progression of the show, you know, between Sam and Bucky's interesting personality as partners, their banter kind of helps with the show's pacing and action sequence. You know, I feel like the chemistry between them slowly develops over time where they become more as better friends with understanding each other and learning how to understand themselves and a better viewpoint of how to become a better person, but also understand each other. And then there we are introduced to a man named Isaac Bradley. A minor but important character of the show who became the unknown black superhero who was after doing the Korean War. And then after embarking on a mission to rescue other black soldiers, Isaac was imprisoned by the U.S. government for 30 years, despite his service to the country, leaving him in a pit of, of disillusionment. Meaning that, if you haven't been reading the comic, Isaiah's origin comes from the comic book Truth, 
Red, White, and Black by Robert Morales, in which hundreds of black soldiers are experimented on in order to create the next Captain America. The comic is based on the Turkish SELA studies when the United States Public Health Service and the Center of Disease Control and Prevention tested the effects of syphilis on 600 impoverished sharecroppers in Alabama. The study was carried out for 40 years from 1932 to 1972, which President Bill Clinton offered an apology on behalf of the country. What the United States government did was shameful, said Clinton, and I am sorry. But for Isaac, the idea of a black Captain America is laughable, even hilarious, as first only reinforcements only reinforces Sam's belief that he made the right choice in rejecting the superhero mantle. But John Walker, Steve Rogers' replacement, places all that in jeopardy. And I feel like in the MCU universe is when you're given an enemy and antagonist and more enemies to be on top of that, I feel like it just adds more fuel to the fire. And I feel like when you're introduced to these flag smashes are called their group of super soldiers and themselves and another main person character a mixed race woman who dreams of wanting to become a school teacher because her fellow cohort or teammate says she wanted a hero the world needs who looks exactly like them not someone like captain america and then when john walker faintly crosses a line it becomes very clear to sam and bucky that there's a line between friends and foe not as clear cut as they might have hoped then they strip Walker of the shield and Sam has to confront the inevitable destiny of becoming Captain America. And that's when Bucky finally lets his guard out enough to find a home with Sam and his family. But I think it's very important that in the MCU, they don't shy away from racism. They tackled it straight on because it's something very parallel from our own world. And I feel like even with that, it's very important that we focus on the, the focal point of, you know, racism, how Bucky is gone to therapy highlights the veterans that veterans need help but also men can go to therapy and stop telling men in society that for them to show emotion is very weak we need to stop that men need to show emotions report so they can get that feeling out because there's incident racial profiling because the episode in back in the winter soldier where sam bucky are arguing the cops are called they make sure bucky's okay and that made kind of bucky furious because they keep telling sam to calm down when sam was clearly not upset or causing any problems now, once they found out he was the Falcon, they immediately apologized. But when a white man shoots and killed eight Asian Americans, he's arrested and talks about just having a bad day. Then the incident with George Floyd. This is the parallels of our word of trying to end police brutality in the black community. And in this episode, you can see the police are set with Sam over nothing. In reality, Bucky was the one worn out for his arrest, but no, not one officer raised their voice to tell Bucky to calm down. So, like... Meryl's not afraid to touch on racism, trauma, therapy, veterans issue, like all this stuff is very important line that Marvel did not shy away from and I applaud them for that because there are still times where we have these conversations in society where we are still struggling to have these conversations that make people uncomfortable, but we need to have these conversations, especially with the shooting in Boulder, Colorado that requires medical professionals. Working through issues as tough and horrifying as the wars or shooting is not meant to be taken lightly. Meaning to say that to speak about mental health professionals is not something to be ashamed of. I think as far as the Falcon Winter Soldier is not holding back a parallel of today's world and today's society because not enough people have turned away from their racist tendencies. Too many people are quick to profile the black community. Also, therapy needs to be more normalized around the entire United States, even the world, especially for men. These themes are brought to light into a bold way, and I applaud Marvel for doing so because it's important that we don't shy away from an issue, that we bring them more to light. And I think 
that it's important, you know, that we still talk about issues. And I feel like we're never going to get through it because people are unwilling to bring up the conversation, have the light, and just sleep beneath the rug when it's not going to go away. Racism is not going to go away. Police brutality is not going to go away. Mental health is not going to go away. We need to talk about these issues and be them, have them dealt with in a professional manner where we can come together as a community and overcome these not keep going forward every time an issue is brought up that they don't want to talk about it, you know? And I feel like Marvel shows are doing just that, but people are still afraid to talk, talk about it. And I think that's still hard to overcome. But I think Marvel's doing a great way to bring the issues come to light because people will actually being gross and hopefully take the rest of the way of trying to bring these topics to conversation to the to the table and talk about it. that way we can slowly unite as a group to eventually hopefully end racism in its track hopefully end police brutality track and also bring mental health awareness to light and make sure that it's taken seriously in the forefront but that is my view on it so hopefully I don't know if everyone thinks the same but that is my opinion on it and hopefully if you watch the Falcon Winter Soldier, you, you'll enjoy it as much as I did. And hopefully that's something you can like discuss with your family and find ways to in your community to bring this to light. And also how they're a way to end police brutality and unite as a unit and stand up for one another. Because I'm t- I know everyone's tired of seeing black people dying, Asian people dying, Arabic, Muslim. Why can't we just come as a community, unite together and stop the deaths? Like, why can't, why are we always forced down the middle to pick a side and not choose to speak up when one group's being bad versus the other or putting two groups against each other. I don't think it's fair or right, but hopefully you enjoy this podcast for the day. Um, tune in next Friday for another episode. And I hope everyone has a great day. Definitely, if you love that we talk about Marvel series, there'll be more in the future because Loki just came out and I need to catch up on that series. I can't wait to see what theme the next person they explore on that show. But overall... I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I will see y'all real soon. Until then, bye.